Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What is going on, church, my people, my family? So good to see you today, man, for this daily devotional. We have been talking about living differently, man. God has called us to live differently. And today we are jumping right into one of my favorite verses, man. This is a verse that's been a game changer in my life. It's a verse that's been a lifesaver for me, man. This is a verse that I constantly have to go back to. And man, it helps me. It blesses me and encourages me. So all that you get today is coming from my heart, man. This is not something I just read in the Bible and got excited about, man. This is a verse that is important to my heart, that's special to my heart. And hopefully after today, it'll be special to you too. Uh, We're jumping into the book of James. If you don't know the book of James, it's actually the only book in the Bible Bible that was written to people that were already walking in their faith well. So we're looking at James 5, 16, uh, and it says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. I don't know about you, but I want to see results in my life. If I'm going to give my life to something, like I gave my life to Jesus, man, I want to see results, man. When you give your life to Jesus, it is an investment, and it is the best investment you will ever make in your life because it will make return for generation after generation after generation. Because of this investment, your children will eat, your children's children will eat, and they will all grow in the glory and the goodness of God. But I remember when I first became a Christian, if you don't know me. You don't know my story. Man, when I first came to Jesus, I was busted, disgusted, and could not be trusted to be used in rehab terms. But I had just come out of probably my 10th rehab, man. I had lived, I had had about a seven-year, 10-year run of just running from Jesus, running from the call of God on my life. And I found myself in my 10th rehab, man, and God changed me, like radically healed me of my addiction once I finally surrendered all to him. Because I have found out that God is not one to negotiate. Man, he wants all of you, and you'll never see all of him until you give him all of you. But I remember giving my life to Christ and coming to the church and getting to starting to get plugged in and connected and kind of starting to live differently, like what we're talking about, living so much differently from what I had. But how I many you know, even though I had walked out of the world, I hadn't got all of the world out of me. So I would constantly find myself, not too constantly, but I would finally constantly myself find myself struggling or slipping up in different areas or messing up here or stepping into sin here. You know, as I was trying to learn how to really live completely different. And uh, man, I remember getting in a place where I, the enemy would try to just eat my lunch over this. You know, he tried to convince me that, see, I told you you're not different. See, I told you you can't do this. Just like your friend said, it's just another thing. You're going to be back at the dope, man. You're going to be back at the click house. And man, the devil would have me so tormented with condemnation and shame and it would just build and build, almost to the point where I was about to break, where I was about to give up on this Christ walk. I was about to give up on this Christ journey. And truly, he almost had me convinced that it just wasn't for me. And I remember one day, I think it may have been actually because of David Ray Sr., Mr. David, Papa D, changed my life. This man used to read the book of James every day. I remember coming against James 5.16, and I read this verse about confessing your sins to other and pray that you may be healed. And I had never heard anything like this. You know, I'd heard over and over 
and over again, confess your sins to God and you will be forgiven. And that is true. You will be forgiven once you confess your sins to God. But the truth is, God does not want you to walk around forgiven, but broken. Man, the enemy wants to keep you isolated. He wants to make you feel like you're the only one who struggles with what you're struggling with. I remember when I first came against this, I was like, maybe this is where the Catholics got this thing of confession from. And it is. It is, man, it is a very powerful tool. And I remember the first time, man, that I picked up a phone and I called a friend of mine, Jared Mizell. He was somebody that was also in a similar place in his journey. He had come from a similar background as me. And I said, look, Jared, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I keep messing up on. And man, I came across this verse. So I just want to, I just want you to, I want to tell you and I want you to pray for me. And I remember when I got off of that phone, it felt like I had a million pounds lifted off of me. It felt free again. And I started after this and after doing this a couple of times, I started to realize how much the enemy wants to keep you isolated. Man, because whatever is in the dark, whatever you keep in the dark, mold grows in the dark, toxic grows in the dark, cancer spreads in the dark. But when things are brought to the light, man, God is allowed to heal them. I think not just because of the spiritual, but also in the practical. You know, I've seen this so many times in my marriage. You know, me and my wife, we're, it's no... It's no secret. We're very honest about it. The first few years of our marriage, we both came from very traumatic past, crazy backgrounds, and we started to run into different struggles in our marriage. We start to fight over the same thing over and over and over again. They call it the crazy cycle. We found ourselves in the crazy cycle, and man, we got to a place where both of us were like, man, did we pick the wrong person? Is this really going to work? Is this really who God has for me? Until we joined a married small group, and we sat in that married small group. Obviously, I was too embarrassed to share any of the things that we struggled with. But I listened to other couples begin to confess their struggles and confess their shortcomings, confess the things that they keep running into, confess their crazy cycle. And I realized, well, I really don't know if I realized if maybe I'm not crazy or just we're all crazy. But whatever, I realized at that point that we were not the only ones struggling with what we struggle with, that we were no exception. And man, God, it's so important for you guys to have people around you that you can trust. People that, people that know you, know of you, know what you struggle with, know your struggles, and people that want for you and not from you. People that you can trust, and you don't do this with this anybody. But man, you've got to find somebody because the enemy wants you to keep you locked up in a cage of shame and condemnation. We've got to have people to do life with. People that love us, that can keep our secrets but we can't keep it a secret within ourselves. Man, I think about in the beginning in Genesis, God told Adam, it is not good for man to be alone. And I don't know about you guys, but Adam was perfect. And if it wasn't good for a perfect man to be alone, it definitely is not good for this man right here with all my issues and my issues that have issues to be alone. We've got to have people in our life that we can trust. And most of all, this is where it differences from the Catholicism confession, but we got to have people that are also, not that we can just confess to, but people that will hold us accountable. People that will come back around and check up on that thing that we were struggling with, check up on that thing that kept catching us and that will pray for us over over and over again. So I just encourage you guys, I challenge you guys, if you do not have this, find it. 
Find a men's small group. Find a women's small group. Find a married small group. Find as many people as you can that care for you. Find community. And if you don't have somebody, come find me because I will find somebody for you. But we need each other. We're better together. We're stronger together. We will always do more for the kingdom together. And man, God's got too much in this life, on this side of earth, for us to just enjoy it alone. He wants us to do life together. I hope this blessed you guys. See you guys tomorrow for your back for this daily devotional. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.